0: Hi, this is Brady Bryan with Brady's Corner. I'm Brady and this is my corner. Today we have a phenomenal guest, uh, Paul Hansen, who's the president of Epcon Franchising out of Dublin, Ohio. Uh, welcome, Paul.
1: Thank you, Brady.
0: Nice um, a little you. bit of uh, introduction about Paul is I um, first came across Paul through an introduction through a friend of mine, Pat McKee of McKee Homes out of uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, heard a lot of good things about him and uh, reached out and connected with Paul. Paul, would you mind uh, introducing yourself a little bit and, and uh, your company and, and what you all do?
1: Sure. So uh, we're Epcon Communities Franchising, and we work with builders across the country that want to get into the 55 plus housing space. And typically what that looks like, it could be a smaller custom builder that feels like he or she has maxed out the opportunity with uh, what they're doing today and wanted to get into something a little bit different, something more production style. Uh, But we also have a number of larger regional builders that come to us and are already doing a substantial amount of volume, but not necessarily in the niche that we're in. And so they want to supplement their current business without reinventing the wheel, developing their own plant collection, changing the way that they typically go to market in terms of marketing and sales, and would rather have something where they can get out there within a year or less, instead of trying to develop their own program to target that demographic.
0: Hey, thanks for that, Paul. Now there are, um, you, you also, not, not you, but your company, you build your own homes as well, right? You're in a number of uh, areas. And um, are you able to talk about that and, and kind of what you've been experiencing and growth and challenges as well?
1: Sure. Yes, uh, we have a corporate home building entity that is in four markets right now, Columbus, Charlotte, Raleigh, and Indianapolis. And that's really a a great benefit of our franchise offering in contrast to some of the others that are out there. I know it's a pretty obscure concept just within the home building industry. I didn't even know about it until I went to work for one after working for a national builder for a number of years. And um, it allows the, the corporate entity to really be the test kitchen, try out new products, try out the marketing. Programs and then fully vet them out before we provide them to the franchises. And I would say the the challenges that we're seeing in those corporate markets uh, are not any different than what any substantial builder is experiencing right now. Our, our cycle times have extended a bit just due to the labor issues and supply chain issues. Um, land is becoming more expensive and a little difficult to procure, so that's held us up, especially in uh, North Carolina, since there's so many builders there. Um, fighting over the same piece of land so um, but what we do gives us some advantages over other types of, of building within the industry there's not a lot of competition in, in most markets for what we do because the really big players in 55 plus like Dell Webb and shea homes tend to shy away from a lot of the markets that we're in so there are challenges but also benefits based on how we build
0: That's great. No, thank you for that. And then what are um, some of the key ingredients? Uh, I know you mentioned some examples of types of uh, clients, you know, those doing uh, custom housing or, you know, custom design and building to those that are already regionally, um, you know, big, big producers um, in their area. Um, What are some of the um, I'm wondering, well, do you see some kind of key ingredients in those business leaders as they come about? Um, what are they looking for and and how are y'all helping them to meet that kind of hit that next gear, so to speak?
1: Well, in either of those two scenarios, what makes somebody work in our system is a desire and an ability to follow our process. We have a pretty refined process in terms of the, the plans that we build, how we sell them, uh, what we allow people to personalize and what we don't allow them to customize. And so our ideal candidates are people that want to stick to a more production style of building. And we get a lot of custom builders that are just frustrated with how labor intensive and how long the process can be in a custom world and how frustrating it can be too to deal with all the changes and then changes after the changes. And so just the desire to stick with something that's very repeatable and scalable is really the key to success in our system
0: thank you for that and then let's see you also have your own conference uh coming up very very soon
1: we do yeah we're very excited so for the first time since the last big recession we're going to take it on the road outside of central ohio so we'll be in asheville north carolina at the grove park inn and uh registrations have been great it's coming up just in about six weeks now and that's one of the benefits that we talk about in our franchise sales process is many of the the people that we talk to are very familiar with the concept of a Builder 20 group. And so we talk about how we're a Builder 82 group. Um, Our franchises don't compete with each other. So getting together at something like our annual conference and other meetings that we do throughout the year really gives them the ability to learn and see what's working in markets with people that are very open, very helpful, because again, they're they're not in overlapping territories. They're not competing. They're all doing the same thing. So there's even additional benefits over a traditional builder 20 where several of the builders might be doing different things. All of our builders are working towards the same goal, building the same products, going to market the same way. And so there's just tremendous experimentation within the network and then information sharing along the way.
0: That's great. And so when, when you're referring for those that, that are unaware of um, Builder 20 group, that's the NEHB's kind of cohorts that they create with non-competing entities. And you mentioned as a note that you're more like a Builder 82 group um, is that, that's referring to the 82 of uh, franchisees that are, that are there. So that's, that's very, very powerful and, and all over the country. Right. So.
1: Right. Spread across 26 states. So it's a very diverse group in terms of their backgrounds, uh, but also in terms of the markets and how they're maybe changing the plans a little bit to meet their their regional preferences.
0: That's great. Let me let me ask you um, if you could put on your uh, your your fortune teller hat uh, for for a minute and kind of looking at the market, looking at the economy. Um, I, I guess it's it's a conclusion that they're going to be raising interest rates, um, you know, sometime in the future. When when that's going to be, I guess is is up for grabs. How do you think that's going to affect the market? I mean, well, we currently have, what, about five and a half million dollars or five and a half million home uh, shortage right now among consumers. And um, one of the big things I think that they're looking at is, what is it, the number of 36 year olds, for example, right now with the discretionary income and and purchasing power that they have, that's kind of driving um, their, their estimates on the home demand. Is that right?
1: yeah, that matches what I've heard. and the, the shortage that I've heard ranges from three million to six million. So it's it's legitimate and you see it just in the lack of supply for those millennials and even Gen Zers that want to get into home ownership right now just aren't able to find what they want.
0: And then, so what how do you think that uh, you know put it put in on that fortune teller hat? That the you know between inflation and the the interest rate change, obviously interest rate increase is designed to to stem inflation. Um, how do you, how is that going to affect home building versus home you know um, home demand and and everything in between?
1: Yeah, well, what we've experienced for the last several months now is anytime in our corporate markets and even the franchise markets, when a block of home sites are released, they go very quickly. So the great news for any builder out there is the demand is very strong and it's been sustained for many months now, despite the price increases that are going on out there. And so if you had asked me that question a month ago about the interest rates, I, I would have been much more concerned than I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that interest rates would be going up much higher this year than it looks like they will right now. Um, Last signs out of the Fed were that maybe fewer increases may not be as substantial as some of the experts predicted. And I think that's going to continue to provide a, a subsidy, for lack of a better term, for the higher prices that builders need to charge. Um, About a third of our buyers get a conventional mortgage, just like anybody buying a move up or a starter home would do. Um, But another third of them pay cash. So they're largely unaffected by this. And uh, the last third will get what is called a a HECM, a home equity conversion mortgage, which for lack of a better term is a uh, FHA insured reverse mortgage that has much better terms than the old style reverse mortgages out there. So what that means to our buyers is any increase Incremental increase in interest rates just means they have a slightly higher down payment and then they own the home without any payments to it. So they're, they're basically impacted and, and it varies by their age, how old they are. They're they're paying half of what they would need to for every interest rate increase versus doing a conventional mortgage. So I would say that's just one example of how we're a little more insulated from the interest rate increases just based on our buyer demographic. Um, but I will say, I, I don't think that we're gonna go um, as high as some of the people predicted about a month ago. So that should make all builders feel a lot more comfortable about where this market is headed.
0: And what's another driver um, in, in that demographic? So uh, just to remind the audience, your um, demographic is primarily uh, 55 and plus. And um, is it is it downsizing? Is it, is, it, is it upsizing? Is it just changing and relocating or all of the above?
1: Yeah, it's downsizing. And um, We have some older buyers that even have a need to uh, take advantage of the product that we offer just in terms of accessibility where they they can't do steps anymore. And so uh, you can buy our house and not have one step in the entire house from the time you get out of your car in the garage to when you climb in the shower at the end of the day. And second driving factor would be people that just want to reclaim the connection that they've lost. They're they're in the neighborhood where they raise their children probably. So the house is much larger than they need. They're probably only using one level of it. So we offer them a product that works for their lifestyle and then allows them to be surrounded by people in the same category of life as them. And that has incredible benefits to them just in terms of health and wellness. And we're very intentional about how we design our communities. Um, Nearly all of them have some kind of clubhouse or community center where people can gather and we'll set up committees through the HOA where residents will plan events and really build out a calendar to where there's an opportunity several times a week for you to get to know your neighbors and start to bond with them and, and reclaim what you might have had when you were younger and raising your children in a neighborhood surrounded by other people doing the same thing.
0: That I think that's key, you know, uh, community, um, and I you you really hit the nail on the head. Um, really appreciate that. Now, what um, what else would you um, um, want to, to mention about EPCON uh, franchising? Um, you know, before we go, what what do folks need to know that might be interested in? You know, um, learning more, or um, is it is it something they should just reach out to you? Should they um, maybe? consider going to the conference both, or what are your thoughts there?
1: Well, I would say we have a lot of people that come to us and either through direct outreach on our part or them kind of coming back to us. They said, I looked at you several years ago and it just wasn't the right time or wasn't the right fit. So if, if you've heard of us, I'd start by saying, please come back to us and talk. What we can tell you how things are different now. We've really increased the support team. I've been here about three and a half years now. And when the owners brought me in, they wanted a fresh set of eyes on everything from the agreement to the types of services that we were providing. So we've had a number of people that inquired five years, maybe even 10 years ago that <clears throat> are now builders with us. And it's because we changed a number of the, the terms in the franchise agreement. It's There's much more flexibility to it. Now we wanna bring in entrepreneurs that really know their, their own markets well and want to work with somebody that will make their business better, but not restrict them in, in too much. And so I would encourage you to check out what we do and start a conversation with us if you have, or even have not heard of us in the past.
0: That's fantastic. I really appreciate it, Paul. And, and thank you for your time today. Um, we'll make sure to to link your information when we post this so people know how to get a hold of you. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for sharing about uh, Epcon franchising today and um, giving us some insight and in, you know, to the economics there. I think that's very, very helpful. Um, and, and it's interesting in, in learning about, you know, the additional level of insulation there, uh, which is something I haven't thought of before. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you all for joining Brady's Corner. Um, that's all we have for today. Make sure to like and share and subscribe to Brady's Corner and uh, look forward to seeing you next time.